You and I want to be liked, but sometimes you might struggle with trying to make everyone happy. And if you have kids, what do you do when they see that pattern and try to emulate it? I'm John Fuller, along with our Vice President of Parenting here at Focus on the Family, Dr. Danny Huerta. Let's go ahead and hear a clip featuring Mylan and Kay Yurkovich. They spoke with Jim Daly and me about the love styles concept. And just a reminder, Uh, essentially the way you were raised and the way you attached emotionally or didn't attach with your parents is really a factor as you raise your own kids. So in the last episode, they addressed the avoider love style, and today, the pleaser. Let's continue that discussion today. What does that pleaser child look like? Pleaser children uh, end up being caretakers of others. Uh, they are very hypervigilant to look at moods and and uh, look on your face. If you look sad, they're going to want to to try and help that. And so they can be over-focused on others in trying to make whatever is perhaps a bad mood in you or a problem or a difficulty, make it all go away. So you might find a a kid who's a pleaser might be a person who cracks jokes a lot, is trying to be have fun a lot, is trying to change the topic, is using diversions, and also caretaking. And so they'll they'll do stuff around the house to try and make everybody happy. And so this is how I grew up as a child, trying to be this child to compensate for uh, at times angry outbursts in my home. I would then compensate with those tools that I used to try and cope with my situation as a child growing up. Let me ask you this, because some of these attributes that we learn are actually good skills. Um, You talk about a person who ends up being a lawyer, a negotiator, something like that. They're a person that's got to read a room very uh, skillfully, and they got to know where their uh, opportunities are, how to earn the trust of somebody because of their, uh, their forthrightness, whatever it might be. So not all of this, in terms of the skills you learn, are negative, but they're just part of life. Well, that's very true. I mean, avoiders are very responsible. Pleasers are very nice. You know, these are things, it's not like they're all bad. And God uses even the broken parts of us, he uses for our good and for even his glory, which Mm -hmm. is pretty amazing. I think what we're looking at here is how can we identify when a child or as a parent, when we're off track and we're not really building the security we want to build, you know, how can we turn that child around for like the pleaser child, for example, they, they tend to lack boundaries. One of our kids was a pleaser child and, and the other kids took advantage of him. You had four kids. We had four kids. And I remember one of our boys is definitely a pleaser. And, you know, the other kids would just, they'd be unkind. They'd push him too far and he'd never stand up for himself. So we had to recognize that and say, you know, he's nice, but he's too nice. And so we role-played with him, and we pretended we were the friends, and we gave him some lines to say, if you treat me like that again, I'm not, I'm not going to play with you anymore. And he was so afraid to do it because he thought, well, the kids won't like me or they'll never have me back. But, you know, I remember the day he finally delivered the line, and he came home and he said, oh, I did it. I don't know. And the next day, his friend not only played with him, but he treated him way better. Mm-hmm. That's so. an amazing thing. And, and it, what strikes me is you're trying to equip your children to live in the most healthy spot they can. Right. And uh, boy, it's tough. But even giving them the goal, here's what we're trying to hit, right. that secure attachment right. area. 
And these would be the attributes. I mean, I could see that in one of my boys. I could see him easily being that pleaser. In fact, I asked him that question. Um, you know, how are you doing in your friendships at school? And he says, well, everybody likes me. Right. And that's a comment from a pleaser, right? It is. And However, it's like... I'm sorry. Well, there's there's something great about that. Everybody does like a pleaser, but the question is, is are they taking advantage of him as well? Danny, I really appreciate what Kay was saying there. And it, it it's a reflection of the kind of parenting you have encouraged us to, to do time and again in these podcasts and across the various ministry parenting aspects. Coach your child. Hmm. So she coached her pleaser son, and it, it really made a difference. So you've undoubtedly counseled families where there's a kid being mistreated, and it's just not going well. Yeah, and it's, it's important for parents to help a child recognize that they're being mistreated, because there may be a, a child that sees the reward of at least getting attention and maybe getting this false sense of being connected. And uh, there's some kids that think they're kind of cool because the cool kids are paying attention to them. But it's really mistreatment. And mm. so first, it's just helping bring that out and identify it. Now, one thing is fixing. One thing's coaching. Uh, as a parent, you're not there to fix things. You're there to coach them and help them learn how to develop the self-confidence, uh, this idea that they know uh, how to respond to something that's coming at them. So help them see that, yeah, th- this is mistreatment. This is this is respect. This is love. This These are boundaries. Coach them in that. And one question I go to all the time, even with my own kids and myself, is who gets a vote in my life and why? How did they get that? How did they get that amount of power? This is crucial. So just drill in on this because I've used this with a couple of my kids. Yeah. Who who gets this vote to say that uh, you need to do this or that or that you're worth this or that? Who are the, the biggest influencers in your life? Yeah. And you need to be honest about that. And so I like to draw it out. The center circle, these are the people that have the most influence, that I listen to the most. And I usually put a plus 10 there. And then I put an outer circle from that that says plus 8. These are the next ones. And then all the way to no influence at all. And then I ask the question, how did they get in that inner circle? What makes them get in there? And if you don't want them there, where, would, where do you think they need to be, and how do we get them there? And there's some that get in that plus 10 because they offer a potential for popularity, maybe a sense of belongingness, uh, maybe power. There may be a lot of other things that are needed by that child. And, and so as a parent, step into those places that the, the people have gotten into that center circle because there's a, a deeper core need Step into that with your child. How, what are some ways that you can feel a sense of connectedness, belonging? Let's talk about that. That must be really hard for you and difficult when you don't feel connected. Uh, but let's move these people out because they're actually toxic. They're not helpful for that. And let's find the right people that could go in there that you could focus on and foster relationships with. Yeah, uh, Those are great moments of just conversation to help them see beyond their emotions because now you get into the place where they can truly plan and figure out what they need to do next. That is so good. I'm taking notes while you're talking, so thanks for recognizing what I was doing here. I mean, I've drawn out kind of a bullseye, if you will, a target uh, with a bullseye in the middle, and and I'm going to be using that with one of my kids. I've I've thought with this child, well, why does that person have the power? Why did you give them the power to define how you behave in a certain way. Back to what Kay was saying, I've also been able to help this child see kind of what the boundaries are 
for being mistreated and how to handle that. It, mm-hmm. It's a learning process. It is. And, um, and I so appreciate what you've just shared there. Uh, I really appreciate Mylan and Kay Yurkovich as well, and their book covers all of the love styles and has such great, rich content. It's called How We Love Our Kids, and I really do want to commend the book to you. I suggest you get a copy of it from us here at Focus on the Family. When you contribute, you're helping the ministry, you're helping us reach out and help other parents, and we'll send the book to you uh, for a gift of any amount today. And then let me highlight that on our website, we've got books. We have a free parenting assessment. We've got articles on a variety of topics. Danny and the parenting team do such a terrific job. We're going to link over to a specific article that uh, is connected to this content. It's called, How Does Your Child Relate to Others? Uh, Look for that link in the show notes and uh, other help as well. Next time, we're going to hear from Matt and Lisa Jacobson, who offer some simple techniques for showing love to your children. On behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, inviting you back next time for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.